Hey, sweet sister friends. I am so grateful for my friend Tia. A couple weeks ago, she said, hey girl, I don't think that second episode with Heather Shriver Burns ever dropped. And I was like, no, it dropped that same week. I'm like, you know, it's all drafted. It was ready to go. All the notes were in there, all the links to Heather and all that good stuff. And she's like, mm, here's what I see. And I was like, uh, oh my Lanta, it never dropped. So I'm coming at you live with a bonus episode today, y'all. You are going to love the second part of Heather's interview um, from, oh my gosh, all the way back in July when we were talking about freedom, y'all. As my Spanish friends like to say, it is fuego. So I hope that this blesses you. It is perfectly on time. I know that's right because the Holy Spirit has something in here for some of y'all to listen to. So I also want you to know that Heather is one of our co-presenters at the upcoming Come Alive Retreat. So if you don't know about that, you need to go ahead over to shinewithfranny.com and click under the events tab and learn all about that. Heather is an awesome kingdom mindset strategist, and she is going to be diving into kind of the headspace. Um, we're going to be t- opening up and exploring the heart space, and then she's going to dive into the head and the heart and how they're connected, of course, with your spirit, your soul, and your body, y'all. So make sure you go and check that out. And then, of course, grab your notebook and pen because this bonus episode is going to be fuego. All right. See you on the other side, sisters. Hey, sweet sister, welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny, and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl... He is not the boss of you. So let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. All right. Well, welcome back, Sister Fen. I am so excited because if you tune in, even if you didn't, you have to go back and listen to it. But I am here today with dear sweet sister friend, Heather Shriver Burns of Garden of Favor podcast, Facebook group, all things Garden of Favor. And she is here to share some of her shine with you, Shine with Franny listeners today. So welcome back, sister. Thank you. Yes. All right. So we are going to actually pick up where we left off because we had some, we were kind of digging into some, to some dirt, right? If you will. And that's perfectly uh, themed for Heather's uh, theme of garden of favor, because we do a lot of dirt digging there. So when we left off one of the comments we had, and again, if you didn't listen, you have to go back and listen to part one of this, but we were talking about how very similarly to money, that food is neutral. And I also referenced, again, if you didn't listen to the first one of this, uh, Heather just recently completed a neuroscience coaching certification. And so she's going to kind of walk us through kind of the charge or the energy that we literally give to food or money or relationships or whatever you fill in the blank with. So can you kind of start there for us, Heather? Yes. And so when you said it, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Because you had said the key word is that, you know, whether it's money or weight loss or whatever, a meal plan, a workout regimen, it's everything is neutral. And when we can actually see things as neutral, 
And then we get to choose what thought we tie to it. And we know that our thoughts are really important. God talks a lot about our thoughts, be transformed. By the, again, we've used these scriptures that um, God's already said all these things, right? And so it's just a matter of learning how to use these tools that he's already given us in the right way and to help our brain start working for us. And so when we can look at a meal plan or a workout regimen or anything that's like health related or any other thing in our life, right? And I shared with you, Franny, I'm currently in a situation and a season in my life where I am taking control of my health again, which is so humbling to be on your show talking about these very things, because I have been wrestling with, you know, through this past year, just got really relaxed. And uh, then the more I put on clothes, I'm like, I'm not happy. I, I don't feel good. My clothes aren't fitting. They're too tight. All these things. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Asking the same question that I think a lot of other women ask, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get it together? Can I just be more disciplined? You know, I was talking to myself very negatively and very shameful as opposed to, okay, wait, let's, let's be like detectives and let's really discover what it is that you're actually thinking about meal planning or starting a workout or whatever it is so that we can know actually what battle we're we fighting. And so we know that the battles that we fight are not against flesh and blood. They're against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness. And so the enemy is not after our stuff. He's after our minds so that we don't operate in the identity of Christ, that who God's created us to be. And so, and everything, like you said, friend, it's what Jesus already paid for. Jesus paid for us to live that way. So when we can look at health or when, whatever it is, take, take whatever area you're struggling with, be at the working out for me, it's the food. Like I, I can work out. That's like, I actually enjoy working out. It's really fun for me. It's good. Um, however, it's the meal planning that stresses me out. And I really had to do some digging and using the same knowledge. Again, I have this head knowledge of stuff, but I have to apply this to my heart and live this out. Otherwise it just stays in my head. And what good is that? Mm -hmm. And so I'll just use myself for an example. I, when I stopped and, and paused. So first of all, the key is to first recognize the thought. Sometimes we think that our thoughts are actually facts and they're truth. And so one of the phrases that I often ask myself and ask my clients is, is that true? Or is that the story you're telling yourself? Is that an actual fact? And you said it, when we can look at something as neutral, that it doesn't really have a good, a bad, uh, a true or false, nothing. It is just a fact, right? So let's just look at meal planning as this neutral thing. The first thought, and I encourage you to just take a second and say, what is the first thought that comes to your mind when, when you say meal planning? Well, for me, um, I felt like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of an emotion too. Like, Oh, it's restrictive. It's discipline. It's, it requires all these things. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Now, if that's the first thought that comes to mind, there are these emotions that are tied to it, which none of those emotions make me excited to do it. They actually make me, they discourage me from doing it. And so then from there is this chain reaction. It's this domino effect of, okay, the thought of, Oh, it's hard. It's going to take a lot of discipline. It's going to restrict me from eating the things that I want to eat. Like, ugh, I don't want to do this. The emotions are like, forget it. I'll just keep, maybe I'll just buy a bigger pant size. Right. <laughs> um, and so then this belief is that I don't have the discipline or, and it, it depends on what our belief is, but just this, like, you know what, this is going to be too hard and I'm not ready for it. I don't want to do it. Right. I'm, I don't want to, which then cascades into these what we make decisions based off of our feelings, off of our beliefs, off of what we're doing. And then the result is, well, my pants still don't fit. I don't really want to put on a bathing suit. We're coming into summer, right? It's like, oh, all these things. So if we can go back up to the thing that we're trying to figure out what is our problem, right? Um, and put it as neutral. Okay. Meal planning. 
I already know what I think about it naturally, subconsciously. I know what I'm thinking about. I know what's deeply rooted in my mind about it. And so I want to change that thought. Okay. So what could I choose to believe about meal planning? That's going to then cascade the results to get to the results that I actually want, which is I want to feel tighter. I want to feel toned. I want to feel firm. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel energetic, you know, all those things. Okay. So then we can backtrack and say, well, then what would I need to do in order to get the results that I want? And then from there, okay, well then what do I actually need to believe about myself or about meal planning or about whatever it is? Um, And then we can get to that thought because this thought, our thoughts produce emotions, emotions are energy energy produces, right? So it takes, it takes energy and our brains are wired to conserve energy. And so whatever we have in our subconscious is the initial thing that we think like 80 to 90% of the time we operate, we make decisions based off of our subconscious beliefs. Again, not things that we are consciously choosing. These are things that are embedded deeply rooted in us that we're not really choosing every day. We're just doing it. And so when we can get to the root of whatever that thought is that and a thought, it's just a belief. It's just a thought repeated over time. Mm -hmm. And so for me, what I got to the root of was, well, because I'm a mom of three. And so I'm like, man, meal time is stressful in and of itself. And then I know if I'm going to make healthy meals, healthier meals for my kids and myself, it's just going to be even more complaining, more, which makes me not want to do it. Right. And so I have to really get to the, what is the result I want? Well, I want myself to be healthy. I want my kids to be healthy. So what do I need to figure out in between the result and the thought and where do I need to, what do I want to choose? Well, I want to have a healthy family that lives long, that doesn't, you know, sets us up for, if we do get sick, our bodies fight it naturally and all these things. And so again, tied to that, what is the result that I want? Then choosing the thought that I want to believe about meal planning. Meal planning is, it's, it's, it's an, it's a choice. It's an, it's actually a great thing. Like you said, we live in a country where we get to choose what we eat. We can go to the grocery store and we have a, a plethora of things to choose from. And so, um, choosing to believe that meal planning is stewarding the temple that the Lord has given me and helping to teach my kids how to fuel it with good energy. And so, deep stuff, but I hope that, uh, gives you this idea that this thought, which then gets me excited to do it because I'm teaching my kids things and then I know what what I'm going to get from it. And so the thoughts are really important. Hence why God says, take your thoughts captive, right? right? right. Take that captive, align it to God's word. Is it true or is that the story you're telling yourself? Right. So many good things. I literally have like a whole, I and mean, then you guys can't see it if you're watching the podcast, but I have like a whole like thing of random notes at all over that from those, just those few minutes there you shared. Um, and like you said, the meal planning, it is a tool. You know, a meal plan is a tool for you to reach your goals that you want. So, you know, and my friends, they make fun of me because I don't know about you, girl. I know you've got the little ones, so it might not be always on the same day, but always on Sunday. I have my stacks and stacks and stacks of my Tupperware container and then my fresh fruits, fresh vegetables. I have my ground turkey. I have everything ready. And they're like, and I'll say to them, like, that is a that is my date with myself on Sunday night. That's what I do. I put on podcasts or I put on something and I'm just, you know, bopping around the kitchen because I feel like that is so important. I want to bring something up, a couple things, Heather, you and I, and I've had the privilege of taking your course, which you guys, I would totally, I will promote it. I will, you know, I would definitely encourage you to take it um, in her Bloom Academy. But one of the things we focused on in there was having like a prayer board and a vision board. And obviously I talk a lot about that, you know, being a coach myself, 
you, if you can't see yourself in the healthiest version of you, because most of us only know ourselves with thighs rubbing together and, you know, the tanky knee swimming suit again, and I'm not saying, Hey, I'm not bashing tanky knees by any means, but what I'm saying is if we can't see it, you know, there's the quote that your eyes can only see what your mind can comprehend. Right. Mm -hmm. So can you talk us up, talk a little bit about like the power of vision and the power of that and how that connects to you know, again, the heart and the mind and then the manifestation through the body. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I think of a verse where there is no vision, the people will perish, yeah, right? When we are stuck yeah. in the situation that we're in right now, we don't see where God's taking us. And when you don't see, when you feel stuck and you feel hopeless, you don't see the possibilities. And so where there is no vision, the people will perish. That includes you seeing yourself as fit or healthy or muscular or whatever it is that you're going after. And hopefully it's really healthy. Right. Um, and so as the healthy, when we see, when we can see ourselves in that, so the cool thing is that our brains don't know the difference between true or false. Our brains actually don't know the difference between right or wrong. Um, think about this. We can look at this in terms of, wow, we just went through, you know, a very highly, and we think we're still in this highly, you know, political year. There are people who were raised one way who believe one thing. And there are people who were raised another way and, or, or, or not even necessarily raised, but they believe whatever they believe who's to say which one's right, which one's wrong. Like there are people very stuck in their decisions because they have been taught these things over time. A repeated thought becomes a belief and a belief becomes what we base everything off of. And so we can use, you can look at the world and that's how we have such polarizing groups because our brains don't know the difference between right or wrong, true or false, which is why we as Christians have to match up everything to the word of God. We have to, because that is true North, right? That is it. And so when we match it up to the word of God, then we have content, then we know like, okay, this is the foundation, the firm foundation. And so um, taking that, that vision, right? Where we're, when we don't have vision of where God is taking us, then we don't know where we're going. And then we just stay stuck. And we have a lot of limiting, like self-limiting beliefs, self-limiting talk. And so seeing yourself the way that God sees you, Jesus came to give us life, to give us life abundantly to, and, and that is that Jesus came to heal us. And I believe that is for every area of our life, including our, our, our health. Right. And whether that's a, a physical, maybe I, I battled with autoimmune, maybe it's that, or maybe it's just this battle between this toxic relationship that you have with food or whatever it may be. But Jesus already came. He already he already won the battle for you. It's yeah. now our job to step into that person yeah. and be that. And so that vision is part of that and seeing what does this life look like? Your brain doesn't know the difference between right or wrong, true or false. It doesn't know. All it knows is what you tell it. And so yeah. when you can envision where God is taking you and when you can have this thoughts and I, so I use this, it's really our senses, right? God gave us senses for a reason, the look, taste, smell, see, feel, all of those things are really important because the more that our body can see, taste, smell, feel, hear what that life looks like, the more it becomes reality. Mm -hmm. And again, your, your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and, and like Perception a vision, reality. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It just knows what you tell it. Mm -hmm. And so when you tell it certain things over and over and over again, you naturally start to make decisions that grow toward becoming that person, yeah. which is why when we're stuck in our toxic thoughts, we stay the same. And we think there's something wrong. We think we need more willpower, more discipline, more, you know, whatever, hire another coach or do another thing. And perhaps it's, we already have all the answers. We need to be transformed into who God's called us to be, which is part of that is the mind and our thoughts, right? Capturing mm -hmm. those thoughts, taking them and comparing them to what God says. And it's having that vision of becoming the healthiest version of who God created you to be and what Jesus already paid the price for.
Right. And you hit on something so powerful. A couple of things I want to circle back to. One is that it says by his stripes, we are healed. It doesn't say we're in the process of being healed. You already are healed. You have to reclaim that health because the enemy has stolen it from you. And so we know that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to destroy your relationships. He wants to destroy the dream you have. He wants to steal, you know, all of your health from you and give you diabetes and all those things. So I am like a firm proponent of that girl because I know that we have to reclaim it. It's already ours. We have to step back into the body of the healed body that he's already given us. So I'm a firm believer in that. And some of yeah, you guys God's know- the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. And everything that he says is already so. Yep. He's, it's already so. We it's our job to then walk into that, step into that, become yep. that. Yep. hundred yeah. percent. And some, that's actually a podcast that I've done about how we already have it. We just have to own it. You know, I do want to circle back to something because I know in your podcast and I can't remember which one. So, but I'm calling you out. And I think that you actually did this in your garden of favor group as well. But one of the things you mentioned a lot about beliefs, right? That the repeated thought becomes that belief, right? And I, I have a podcast about this, but the L I E in the middle of belief is a lie that we've learned to believe about ourselves oftentimes. And I say that the L is limitations. We limit ourselves. I could never do that. I could never be like that. I could never, whatever it is, the intimidations, right? Oh my gosh, she's so much prettier. She's so much smarter. She has this, she has that. We intimidate ourselves. And then the excuses that we give ourselves and we make up every excuse to hit snooze (laughs) when that alarm goes off to go to the gym or we hit, you know, every reason not to do the meal prepping or whatever it is. So I want to kind of weave into that your four F's and you might remember them, but fight, flight, breathe, and flow. So can you kind Mm -hmm. of tie that into, and this will be our last question. Again, just try to be mindful of your time as well as the listeners here today, but can you kind of weave that into kind of that four-part series of your apps there to the belief systems that we oftentimes have and the thought patterns that we have? Yeah. So when our, we have three basic human needs, it's to feel loved, safe, worthy, and enough valued, right. To feel like we have something and a baby comes into the world feeling that and the elderly who are going to meet Jesus, hopefully, you know, they, they feel that everybody has that. Those are the three core basic human needs, but whenever any of those things are threatened, we do one of three things. We fight, we flight, or we freeze. So for example, me, when I'm looking at this meal plan and I know the answer to achieving the health that I have already done before in the past and that I want, right. But there's something in me, what I do, and I had to look at this. Okay. What am I doing? I'm not fighting harder. I'm actually like running away from it saying, see ya, uh, maybe another year, maybe, you know, maybe, oh, now that I have three kids, you know, maybe this is just the mom bod that I'm just going to see, you know, whatever. No, I can fight, I can flight or I can freeze. And I recognize that the F that I was choosing, which was to just ignore it and run away. But this fourth option that the Lord continues to show me, and it's something that I teach women is to flow. It's my favorite F word, right? It's to flow along with Franny, my other favorite F word. Um, but flowing is, you know, this, I, I think of it as fearlessly living out the word. And so as we fearlessly live out the word, again, this is being transformed, not taking the thoughts of the world, but lining our thoughts to God's thoughts about us. God's, God's original plan. We look back at the garden of Eden. The original design of that is amazing. Like that's what I can't wait to get back to when there's a new heaven and new earth, right? The original design. And so that fight, flight, or freeze, if you stop and take a second and think, okay, what have I been doing? When it comes to my own health, have I been fighting and, you know, furiously working harder and still coming up against the wall? Am I flighting and running away from it and saying, well, not today, I'm just not going to do it right. Or am I freezing and, and saying things like, I don't know, and I'm stuck. And, uh, you know, I just, and I always think like, you're not a tree. 
you can move, right? And so what are you choosing? And the Lord just wants his children to choose to flow. That doesn't mean that we don't come up against battles and that life is just easy. It means that when we are faced with those choices and decisions that we choose to be transformed by the renewing of them, we choose to think like Christ and we fearlessly live out the word. And this is why getting into our word is so important because what God already said, what is in his word, it will not return void. And so what he has already said is already so it's our job to step into that. And so instead of the next time you're faced with whatever it is that you're frustrated with, the fight, flight, or freeze, you have this fourth option and it's to flow, which is to fearlessly live out the word. So good. And such a testament to just, to just the captivity of our thoughts. You know what I mean? And I just think that it's, we need to lasso those in, you know what I mean? We need to just go ahead and bring them in and rein them in. And, you know, we do it with our kids all the time. And and I love that God gives us freedom, but he also gives us restrictions and boundaries, you know, and that's just one of the things is that we get to choose those thoughts. And so how powerful is that? So final question, I know I just said that was my last question, but is there anything that you would suggest in terms of, you know, practical, again, I try to be as practical as possible, but, you know, to be able, do you have like daily mantras that you use or something that's practical that kind of helps you kind of renew your mind and refresh yourself with God's word? Is there anything that you would suggest or any kind of practical tip or tool that you can suggest maybe being an app or something like that, that you use? Yeah. So one of the things that I have learned through this neuroscience is that I have to speak to myself the way that I speak to myself naturally. And so it's great to take affirmations from Pinterest or me or whatever. Right. But, um, it's, it's really important too, to know how you speak to yourself. And so what are the thoughts, this is the one thing that I would encourage all of you to start carrying around a journal and journaling these thoughts. I call them weeds, right? They're weeds in your garden that are taking up space that are preventing you from flourishing and blooming into who God's created you to be. And so first of all, we have to recognize the thought. And so sometimes again, we just live our life as if they're are not thoughts, they're beliefs because they have become who we are and our, our identity is written into our beliefs. So start carrying around a journal so that you can actually start acknowledging the thoughts because we have to know what we're thinking about something in order to take it captive. And so then the next part of that is then you say, okay, does this match up to God's word? Well, is this true or is this the story I'm telling myself? Mm -hmm. And this is something that I do. And again, I know all this stuff in my head, but I'm still, uh, the enemy's still after me, right? He's after you. He's after me. He's after all of us. There is a war. You are the prize. The enemy's not after your stuff. He's after your mind. And so when we can see where he's uh, throwing these fiery darts, we can catch them, right? So journal these things. Because once you start seeing how you speak to yourself, you will be appalled and you will think, wow. And one of the exercises that I do a lot is say, okay, could you say that to a loved one? Could you say that to your, your, your best friend, your husband, your, your boyfriend, your kid, or, you know, somebody that you really value your mom, your dad, like, could you actually say that to them? And they're all, no, I would never say that. I'm like, well, why are you speaking to yourself like that? And it's just, oh my goodness. And so taking the thoughts captive, first of all, recognizing what they are in order to take them captive, then take them captive and say, is that true? Is that actually true? Or is that just a story I'm telling myself? Is that the story the enemy has been telling me since I was a little girl or a little, you know, that, that has now become a belief about me that is absolutely not true. And then putting that up to God's word and then taking those declarations that you get from that to say, no, no, I am not X, Y, Z. I am this. And this is because this is what God says that I am and doing those daily declarations, those daily affirmations, renewing your mind, becoming more of who he says that you are um, so that you live from that place subconsciously. 
And that's a hard thing too, Heather, just because I know, you know, I'm leading that 40 strong group. We're in the final stretch of it. And one of the things we talk about was how, you know, and I said, look, the whole impetus of that program is that so people can have like, we have these disciplines that are just automatic because we do things that we are on automatic. They say that 40% of the decisions you make on a daily basis, basis, pardon me, are completely mindless. We don't even think about it. Like you get up, you brush your teeth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't even think about turning the coffee pot on. We just do it. Like you don't even think about, okay, this is where the coffee is stored, whatever. You don't have to think anything about the way you drive to work or whatever. And so one of the things that I have suggested to women that I work with is to ask people who they know, trust and love and love them back is to say like, have you heard me ever say anything that maybe is not life-giving, right? Because we know that the power of death is, the power of life and death is in the tongue. And so have you ever heard me? Because I will be honest with you, most of what I think is so automatic about myself, right? Mm-hmm. I'm fat. I'm never going to get thin again. I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have children. Like all of those things. And I've had friends say to me, well, you do joke around a lot about X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, well, and I, you know, I, you know, me, I, first of all, I try to be funny, but it's also like, that's just part of my personality. Like I'm very self-deprecating sometimes, but I'm also, I try to be funny and humorous. Like that's just my personality. It's nature and nurture, but having that person to be able to hold that mirror to you and say, well, you do say this, or you do do this because I think it's wise. What you suggested was so good in terms of writing it down, but sometimes we don't even know what we're thinking or saying about ourselves. So having that person. So I would encourage you guys, that's why it's really important to get involved in a group. And that's a perfect segue to end. Heather, will you share with us how people can connect with you and get more of you? Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me, but yeah, I would love to connect with your community um, of other believers as well. So we're in this together, right? We're all, we're all in this. Uh, So you can find me on the garden of favor podcast. You can find me in my Facebook group, which are awesome community, which where Franny and I uh, connected. And so it's the garden of favor as well. And then any social media channel, you can find me and shoot me a message. And I did not mention this before in the last one, but you guys, Heather is one of the presenters at come alive retreat. Like, so you're going to get her all weekend to yourself to love up and hug up. And well, I mean, I don't do the whole mask thing. So you're just going to get to love up on her in person. So I'm a hugger. So be prepared. Me too. So you guys make sure you sign up for that. That is coming up October 29th, 30th and 31st, 2021. It is in Florida. She is going to be there shining her light. And I don't know, we have to growing her. I have to figure out what we're going to use for the garden analogy for that one. But I am so blessed that you got a chance to come on to the show today and share your shine with everyone else here. And Heather and I actually joked about that because a garden can't have flowers without the sunshine. So that's, that's why the shine connection is there too. So, well, thank you, sweet girl. I'm so glad you're here. And you guys, I know that you have been blessed by so much of her wisdom, insight, knowledge, and expertise. Please make sure you go over and follow her, like, follow, subscribe, do all the things and all the places and all the ways. So thanks, Heather. Thank you, Franny.